You're listening to the Otaku Spirit Anime Cast. My name is Andrew, and I'm joined here with Chris. Yo. And we're from the otakuspirit.com website. You can go there for our news, reviews, and coverage of new and old anime, as well as our wonderful community on the forums button at the top. Um, but yeah, this is a discussional podcast. We got quite a few news topics to discuss, as well as a pretty sizable bag of uh, comments from our listeners, or questions rather. But yeah, we're going to kick things off with our news section, and we're going to... I think we have about six or so topics to cover. And these are news topics that we thought are kind of discussion-filled, that we can we can get some topics coming off of them. Um, not really so much covering all the news, as usual. But how's it going, Chris? I'm doing all right. Doing all How right. about you? I'm doing all right. Um, how is things in the anime world? Are, are, you, are you keeping caught up? I'm doing all right to keep up. Just every now and then you come in here and say, I'm going to be binging a bunch of shows to get caught up and then i ask him a question about a show and he's like well, i haven't no, watched okay, that one yet okay. I'm like, but you've watched isaka every time i ask you it's always back to but you've watched isaka i am two episodes behind on isaka wow don't say that because I, I, I i'm not i i am not what was the other show that i was thinking of that i was irate that you would watch that but not all know zero i don't know you, you watch a lot of shows, because you always watch them in order from the top to bottom on the Usually, yeah. simulcast page, and that's what always bothers me, because I'll know a zero is the very, very bottom, <laughs> so it's always after No, it else. was probably Your Lie in April, or... or um, I finally see. caught up on Your Lie in April. Yatterman, Death Parade, those are all shows that I, I, I will not miss those. I am going to watch those. I'm, I, was, I was a little sad that I was so... Be- I was behind on Yana the Dawn as well, but... Your Lion April is one of those ones where everybody's just so emphatic about it, and so I was like, I really should get caught up on this. And no, it was I, a boring. Actually, I want to. Th- I want to say it was probably uh, uh, Cross Ange. That's probably it because that's not the very top. Because you were like, you were like, why do you watch that <laughs> over this show? And I'm like, um, I, I, I can't really say. I, but I don't hate the show, and and it, it, yeah, it is on the top. For me, of the Cross list. Angels is one of those train wrecks that you just have to watch, and I'm already too too invested in it. I, I <laughs> got to finish it now. I, it's just, it's gonna be a very difficult one to review because it's one of those that's, it's not terrible, and it it constantly changes things on a rig like every two seconds. It's constantly what the hell is going on now? Why did why did this happen? What is this? What? And you're constantly questioning what the hell's going on, but when you step back and you look at it, it's like, this this show just makes no co- coherent sense in a logical sense. But there's a reason behind why that is, but that's almost as giving it a, a, a bill of, clean a bill of health because time or something. <laughs> yeah, because <Yeah>. time. <laughs> because because this god character is pretty much what they're doing, so that's, that's the kind of the difficult part. But uh, yeah, I, I finally got caught up on Your Line April and I was... I'm like struggling so much. I'm like, I just hate the fact that I'm struggling with the show and and so many people love it. And I love it for the things that people claim. I mean, music's amazing, but at the same time, I didn't care at all about these characters. I think because it's, you, you, they kind of give you an early sense of what's going on. So you don't want to get invested in them. But it wasn't until like the last two episodes that I'm like, I really love this show right now because I'm liking the apprenticeship that's happening between. Uh, the main character was Kohei, and uh, Nagi, or I think is her name, the little the little apprentice girl that he has. I'm like, I like this this grouping right here. Please give me more of this, but they're probably gonna cut off next episode and move on. I hope not, because I'm actually enjoying it. <laughs> Anyways, that's that's enough of what's going on right now. Let's let's move on into our new segment. Like I said earlier, 
our first subject that we have is Fate Stay Night Unlimited Blade Works. The second core is coming up in spring. Chris, are you excited? Yes, I'm excited. I'm real excited. There's one I'm, part I'm that sure I'm Chris not, is not excited about a certain, a certain part. part, but <laughs> and only the people that know what's going on in Unlimited Blade Works would know what that is. But anyways, the uh, the opening for that second core is going to be done by Aimer, which for those who have listened to us for a while know that we spotlighted Aimer once before, and that was back in episode 53 for the summer 2014 anime music. And the song was uh, the ED for Terror and Resonance, and we thought that was a really great song. Well, Aimer, who did that song, is now going to do the opening for Unlimited Blade Works, so are you excited? Well, Ifootable tends to... I like asking you that question. Are you excited? Ifootable tends to pick some some good good music for their stuff. It's usually Califina, but and which is really great, but uh, it'll, it'll be interesting to get some, I would assume, like, sort of flesh, fresh blood in there. I know that Amor's done a lot of other stuff, but uh, definitely has the same projection in her voice, so it'll be it'll be interesting to see what they come up with. Um, but yeah, moving forward, we have Anaplex prepares to release Hanama, uh, Hano, Hana Monogatari and The Garden of Sinners, the final film, which I lost the name of that film. It is... Uh, Recall Out Summer, which I love these names, which I believe is supposed to be. I thought that they already already concluded it, but apparently they now have another movie that they're going to release. So for all those that actually are lucky enough to have the Garden of Sinner series, you will now have this, uh, the final film coming out. The only reason I really bring this up is because besides Hanamana Hanama Katari, that's, that's great and everything. Uh, I still really need to get that series, even though it's awful expensive. But the reason why I bring this up is because for those of me, those just like me who have been unlucky in getting Garden of Sinners, hoping, please, Anaplex kings up there that are working on this, please release another Blu-ray set of the Garden of Sinners, please, please. Or maybe a dub, something. I, I'm not sure. I, I know they're not doing a dub yet, but my hope is that eventually they'll do a dub of the entire series and then just release it in one big package, but that could be quite an expensive feat, so I'm not sure if they would even bother doing it. So, I know that it's, it, from what, what little I've watched of Garden of Sinners, it does seem like it's, it's very dialogue heavy. I just wish I could watch more of it. You can't. Well, they tend, they, they, they do have kind of a, a thing about, hey, limited release, it was limited, so you're out of luck. Yeah, the problem is that they they pretty much didn't even do a release. It was just like, hey, we're gonna reserve some of the copies that the Japan that Japan's releasing, and we'll give you some of them. It wasn't really like they packaged it and said, here, here's our release of it. it that's what's kind of upsetting about it. But um, I mean, they, they did it with uh, the Fates collection, so I've just, I, but of course, Fate is like they know people are gonna buy that one, so they can actually invest money into it, and they charge you. $250 for a box set of half the show. Sadness. So, Toonami. Are you, you you trying to get me away from the depression here? Yes. <laughs> um, anyways, yeah. Uh, Aniplex also announced that they're going to broadcast uh, Sora Online 2 on Toonami. And it's going to start March, or March 28th. And that will have a dub. So, don't worry too much about that. Yay! Now the, now the Toonami... Tsunami otakus, the Toonami otakus are going to come out and start praising Sword Art Online 2 for how awesome it is. Are you mocking our Toonami listeners? No, I'm not. Okay, that sounds a little mocking. 
I said the Toonami otakus. They're going to start getting on the Sword Art Online 2 bandwagon. Like they did Kill a Kill. Yeah. I still have not gotten... I, of course, I think they've just recently showed the one episode that I finally got to before I reset over and over again. So, yeah, I, I really need to get on top of Kill a Kill. I want to I wanna start getting spoilers on Twitter. Um, for those that actually keep track of names, Bryce Papen, uh, I'm going to totally... Bro- butcher all these names <laughs> and they're even english names too so that's even worse uh bryce papenbrook is gonna do kirito uh chirami uh lay lay as asana uh cassandra lee morris is gonna be leafa uh, these are all side characters and finally uh, michelle ruff is gonna be uh sinan so i think michelle's also done like goran Logan, the main character on that one and chi from chobits so I know that doesn't matter to you because you only watched the Japanese version. No, I I seen the the uh, American or the English version. Oh, okay. There you go. You're 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 gonna have Chi and Sinan. She actually had a pretty cute voice. Yeah, there you go. There you go. Uh, moving forward, we have uh, the this is actually a kind of a really funny piece of news that I ran into, and I didn't know about this. Uh, some people might know that the Yurikuma Arashi official Twitter account, which was uh, Yurikuma underscore anime had been suspended. It was suspended for, I think, uh, two weeks as of like a couple days ago. And uh, the funny thing that happened from it is that the the people with the, the actual studio, they went ahead and created another account on Twitter that was Yurikuma underscore TV. And then they started making tweets claiming that uh, essentially that the, uh, the old Twitter account was you know, cast into the, the exclusion ceremony and the invisible storm had attacked them or something like that. <laughs> uh, I This is just... I, I did two different uh, translation methods and this is kind of what I got from the tweet, which is basically Yurikuma Arashi official Twitter account has been judged in the elimination ceremony. Scary, transparent storm, gao. <laughs> so, gao, gao. Gao. It is a gao. Uh, but I thought that was kind of really, really funny to, to learn about. I mean... That's essentially like the theme of the show. If you have, if you have not watched Yurikuma, uh, Yurikuma Arashi, um, is this whole they have a court system with the bears, and they also have the Invisible Storm, which the Invisible Storm is kind of like an exclusion that the children are kind of doing. So we are kind of gathering from the symbolism that it does, um, but the children will select somebody to kind of outcast, and and they call it the Invisible Storm. Is this idea of being a swept away, swept away because you're excluded or something? So that was kind of comical really kind of brilliant uh pr and something that you don't really see much in companies but they they pulled it off i know i know that japan's like really huge on twitter so um i I would assume that they would probably have a little more sense of what to do with twitter uh still still no clear answers exactly why the old account got banned it could be because they had yuri porn on there (laughs) but (laughs) we're not gonna judge and (laughs) claim that we know exactly what happened because there's plenty of worse stuff on twitter that i've seen um, I'm pretty sure whatever Yuri Kuma's anime Twitter feed did is nowhere near this kind of stuff I've seen on Twitter. Right? <laughs> <laughs> uh, moving forward, we have uh, Kyoto Animation released another trailer for the upcoming two-part film, Beyond the Boundary, the movie I'll Be There. And I think the really important thing I kind of wanted to uh, address in this this trailer... You have not watched the trailer yet, have you? No. Okay. Um, just based off my very limited Japanese, it shows... Uh, 
I don't think any of this would be spoilers. I'm thinking first before I say anything. Um, but essentially, uh, in the trailer, it kind of hints that she has lost her memory. And he's kind of accepting that to allow her to be a normal girl and just enjoy life for once. And then kind of slowly she's realizing that she has this other power about her. I mean, if you've watched the show, you'll know that she has a ring and the ring is usually kind of a cork to her power. She removes the ring and that's when the blood comes out and she starts kind of noticing that on her hand and then it kind of starts getting to her realizing what she is. So if you haven't seen the trailer yet, definitely go check it out. I put a, uh, a I think I made a, a form. Yeah, I think I made a form thread on it. Um, check out, if I didn't create a forum thread, I will create a forum thread on otakuspirit.com under the forums, um, so you can check out the, the, the trailer there, it's, uh, it's quite a long trailer, I think it was, um, 90 seconds, so it gives you plenty of, plenty of your, your beyond the boundary fix if you've, if you've been waiting for this, this film to come out, um, they said, uh, I don't think they have a date on it yet, let me see here, April twenty second. No, that's a, that's a single. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't see a release date on it yet. So we will have to continue to wait. You're, you're watching it on. Said there. released on March fourteenth. Oh, okay, there you go. March fourteenth. But yeah, are, are you, do you want to give your impressions as we go here? That's where she's kind of like, uh, "Who am I?" kind of thing, and he's get kind of upset, and she's enjoying her life there, and she's got the pedals. I mean, yeah, it's a. Kyoto animation. It's so beautiful. <laughs> well, Kyoto animation, so. And that's where they're kind of asking, are you okay with this? See, I, I actually know a little bit of Japanese. Or just the phrases, anyways. So I was kind of proud of myself that I was kind of getting what was going on. But yeah. Anyways, they have they also have a key visual art. Um, yeah, I do believe I actually posted this. Key visual art's pretty beautiful, too. Moving forward. Let's, let's move forward here. Let me close these. We're going on into Funimation announced the next big wave of broadcast dub initiative. Uh, for those who don't know, uh, Funimation has been striving to, within the last season, fall 2014, they were trying to make this initiative of trying to get dubs of the simulcast that they were doing. I think they usually take a week or two weeks before they would get a dub version of it out there. And if you subscribe to their dub cast version of the subscription, you can watch those dubs. Uh, but the the new list that they have is from the winter season, and that is Assassination Classroom, Death Parade, Tokyo Ghoul Route A, The Rolling Girls, World Break, Kamisama Kiss Season 2, Absolute Duo, Yuri Kuma Arashi, Yona of the Dawn Season 2, which that's actually interesting also, and Maria the Virgin Witch. So I <laughs> I I put this up here because all I could think about after reading this was the fact that Somebody out there is going to have to dub Yuri Kuma Arashi. Which oh my is, gosh! <laughs> which is going to be very, very, very erotic. Um, they might have to hire some porn stars, and they might have to hire a porn star for Maria the Virgin Witch, which will also be kind of interesting with dialogue such as "My hips hurt." You know, the Dawn is actually more interesting, not in a comical sense, but more of a strategic sense because, for those who don't know, Crunchyroll also has "You Know the Dawn" season two, and they're usually—I think—they're actually a week earlier. Than Funimation. Um, I think they're like four weeks ahead. I went on. She's four weeks ahead of Funimation. Yes. Really? I I know I went there one time and they were behind like an episode, maybe two episodes. I went, I went there a couple or the other day and it was at like episode 12. I was like, wow. Really? I know I'm not back at episode 12. So I must have been watching it on Crunchyroll. 
Yeah, I've, I've always been watching it on Crunchyroll, so... But I would, I would see that maybe that's a way they can get people to actually care that they have it, even though they're really far behind, because they can essentially just release the dubs and just leave it at that. But that'll that'll definitely be interesting where they go from there. I definitely do want to listen to <laughs> Yuri Kumarashi and, and Marie the Virgin Witch uh, first episode, maybe, for those dubs, just because that'll be probably quite humorous uh, to see what they do with it. I mean, they, they've done some pretty erotic type shows before so it's nothing new to them but uh yuri kumarashi definitely takes the cake with suggestiveness um our final i i would have to disagree on that uh i i i know for a fact that of one particular show that i've seen recently that kind of had a pretty hot pretty hot had a very hot episode (laughs) no sekere and it was not that oh um high school dxd no I know Sekere has like Mac women that actually get Mac and Key in very in, happy in, in Mac and Key episode to, er, in season two. Maybe that's what I'm thinking of. No, no, I'm, I'm thinking of Sekere. In season two, there was an episode that was kind of hot. <laughs> mm. So that they're not 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 too oblivious to it. Moving forward, we have our last subject. Subject is going to be on subject. Our last subject this today, kids, is going to be on K. I hope we have some listeners that have watched the K series. I watched uh, the original K first season back in, I think it was 2012. Maybe I watched it in 2013, a little bit later after it started coming out. It originally aired in fall 2012, and I really, really enjoy that series. It's a very beautiful-looking series. It kind of kind of reminds me of sort of a visual mix of uh, Terror and Resonance with more action-y, like, da-da-da-da, but not cartoonish. But it has a setting and a feel kind of like da 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 where it's a it's a very almost kind of grounded, real world, very bustling city. But it also has this kind of uh, magical power side to it that kind of meshes with things, but it's not too obvious. And that's kind of an interesting element to it. And they just announced that the confirmed date for season two for K is going to be 2015 fall. And it's going to be a sequel to K Missing Kings feature film, which unfortunately I have not watched. Uh, for those who have watched it, though, it is going to tell more about the Green Clan, and it's going to uh, dive into the secrets of the uh, Dresden Slate. Which, for those who don't know, the Dresden Slate is what essentially is giving uh, is a source of power. So, and you can watch all of K. It's on Hulu um, if you don't mind dealing with the stupid advertisements. It's not on uh, Funimation? I don't believe so, no. Um, Viz Media has it, so... Viz Media is also selling it, too. If you want to and you want to avoid the uh, advertisements, they also sell it through Right Stuff and Amazon and all those. They have the complete series on there, which I think I'm actually picking up because it's only about 50 bucks. And I think with the production value that it has, even though it's 13 episodes, I think it's well worth 50 bucks. So definitely worth a shot. But I, I've been, I really enjoy the K-series. I mean, it pretty much covers... It, you have kind of a world where there's multiple kind of clans. They have, like, a fire clan. Uh, there's also this... this I don't I think they're just pretty much blue and red kind of clans. But each one of these has a king, and the king has kind of a, a source of their power. And if they go too far into using that power, these gigantic swords appear kind of um, up in the air, and it's kind of like a symbolism of their power, and I think usually when when they're just about to lose control, that symbol starts to crumble, and 
this other boy who is being claimed that he killed somebody from one of the clans kind of gets wrapped up in the situation and it, it, it's very interesting because you'll kind of see what's going on through his eyes and just a really really cool little show i mean it's not too in-depth it's not too hard to follow but it does have a pretty good little story in there so i i really enjoyed it. and it's just the animation and action and everything is just just really awesome so no it's not on it's not on animation i didn't think so but yeah, go to, go to Viz Media's website, or you can go to Hulu. It's they're both there, or you can just go to Amazon, and write stuff, and order it if you like. But yeah, I, I really enjoyed it. I, I think eventually to get Chris to watch it because if it's coming out in fall, I'll definitely be watching it. I need to get a hold of the the Missing Kings though. I, I don't want to skip a feature film. <laughs> I think I've seen a couple of the episodes. All right, moving on to our question segment. We have a bunch of questions from our community, which you can go to otakuspirit.com, go to the form at the top, register, and you can leave us questions in the anime cast question thread. Or you can leave us a comment through our comment submission at the top of otakuspirit.com, or you can email andrew at otakuspirit.com. Tons of ways you can get a hold of us. So no excuses. We want your questions. But yeah, our first one we have is from star-k, which says, Hi, I have a question about having a waifu. And I want Welcome to, say, to the forums, by the way. Yeah, and I want to say it firsthand. Yeah, I actually had got a couple uh, comments from Star K through uh, the website through the comment section because we had a little problem with getting registered, but I'm glad to finally see you on there. Definitely it says, "Could Hatsune Miku be a waifu?" Yes. I'm question done. Boom, we're done already. Let's move on. <laughs> uh, trust me, Andrew can prove that that uh, that Miku can be a waifu. Mm-hmm. There's plenty of people that can prove more than me that it could be a waifu, but yes, definitely. Uh, I asked the question because some of my friends say no because she's an idol. Others say yes. So I'm asking you, could Hatsune Miku be a waifu? If not, I have a plan B. Also, who are your waifus? I think you kind of answered the question already. When they said that, it's, that it could not be because she's an idol, one of the biggest things in Japan are idols and Every single one of those idols has a huge group of fans that will call them their waifu. So, I think you have your answer there. Uh, but yeah, I, I think she's waifu material. I don't. I don't think being an idol. I mean, like the idol master characters. You have the Love Live. All of them have characters that are plenty of people's waifus. And I. Don't, I don't think people can judge you for who you choose to have your waifu. I think if they don't want your Hachi Miku to be your waifu, they're not your friends. You just need to tell them that. I mean, if you can't accept my waifu, we can't be friends anymore. That's that. That was that was moving. I, I I would add add to that that a waifu is only a reflection of your inner heart. Right. It is it is a, a, a an embodiment of what is truly your true des, deepest desires. So therefore, wait wait a second wait. No, your wife Hatsumiku can't be your waifu because she's my waifu. What the hell's going on here? What? What? Who tricked me into this question? <laughs> it's all now. I mean, I helped you get onto the forums, and now it's, it's this isn't this isn't over. You interrupted my moving speech. I just it hit me, and I'm very upset now. Just just mic drop. Just be done. Just boom. It, it's over. <laughs> if and if you can have a plan B to Hatsumiku. And you're How? willing, if you're willing to have a plan B on if you can't have Hatsune Miku, your waifu, then Hatsune Miku is too good for you. Hatsune Miku needs <laughs> you don't to, to leave you. Because <laughs> she shouldn't have been with you in the first place. She'd have been at my house. Sir, sir, uh, 
y- you're you're picking Miku over Saber. I already told you the whole system here. I guess we have to get into it because yes, the wife is all right. We already mentioned our last podcast, so you probably already heard our answer from this. But yeah, I already had like Tomoyo was my my main girl, and then you had uh, Saber was my bodyguard. That Tomoyo he know keeps about. he keeps saying waifu, and, and and he's describing a harem, and he keeps saying it. I, he has some kind of a thing against harem for some reason. Because harem requ- makes it to where you can't choose. If you have a, if you're in a harem, then you're a ditherer and you can't choose. <laughs> in a case of a waifu, waifu has not been just you know designated being a singular. So waifu is a choice. Waifu is that you you've made a commitment. Um, you can have a waifu in your uh, in in a harem. No, no harem. And then you have you mistress, and you have a. We're, we're going based off of years of years of research here that says every show that is marked with harem has a stupid ditherer that cannot make a decision. They do it all waifu, the time. <laughs> waifu is decision. Waifu is commitment. They Harem do it all the time. Not. They do it all the time. Which ones? <laughs> Off the except top of my head, shoot. Ex- except for key shows, which is basically is where they're choosing which ones they want to go with. They, what they do is they tend to choose one, and then all the other girls are sitting there. They don't there. make a decision. At the very end, they kind of hint at choosing, and then the, it just kind of keeps going. <laughs> it is the <laughs> scroll cast. It's done. It's over with. We're, and all the other girls are still bugging them about and choosing they're all, yeah, they're all Yeah, they're, they're all like, I'm not going to give up. Yeah. I'm not going to let you that's win. How, that's how they work. You and your, oh, you I and your don't. Desire for I don't harem. necessarily have a waifu. I I say she. that Nagisa is, but I, I don't she. have. She is running away right now. She crying. she is she is my is is definitely one of my favorites. She is quote unquote your Android computer device. <laughs> no way you would be doing anything with she, right? Wink wink. <laughs> the waifu would never know. Yeah, Nagisa can give me a baby, though. <laughs> She's been known to do that. Uh, wow, we went from waifu to uh, baby foo. Uh, what do you want to call it? Digital most adorable, babies. Most adorable daughter ever. Uh, I don't know. Ren was pretty cute, too. Shoot. I can go for <sighs> Ren Tosaka. Ren, Ren, Ren Tosaka is pretty good, too. I just got a Nindroid coming in for her, so yay. Uh anyways. Are we are we done with that one? Which Rin? Rin Tosaka. From Fate. I'm not talking about that Rin. Okay. I was talking the Rin from Usagi Job. Rin from Tosagi Job. The little girl? Yes. Oh my gosh, you're in the manga. Get out of my head. Oh things in my head are now coming back. <laughs> I wanted to forget about that stupid manga, and you got it back in my head. She's a stupid character in that manga towards the end. She's a stupid character. I'm sorry. You brought that up. You brought that up. (laughs) What a stupid character. Anyways, next question so Andrew can get out of his depression state that Chris decided to throw him into. And that is from Linzark. Welcome back, Linzark. It says to Andrew and Chris, let's say that one night... The god of um, the the world of the worlds comes to your house and wakes you up, says he points to both of you and as CEOs at Good Smile Company. That would be pretty awesome. Can you mention at least four U.S. presidents ninjoids you would make? I don't think I'd be making U.S. president ninjoids if I had the power of the Good Smile Company. I would be making 
all the characters in Yuki Yuna and all the characters in Fate Stay and all the characters in Kalanat. Why would we be making U.S. presidents? Yeah, I'm, 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 I'm going for that. I, I don't see a point in it. Lenzark, you just love making us make decisions that we don't want to make, I guess. <laughs> and what kind of accessories would you make with them? For example, Lincoln Nindroid can have an axe. Or Abomination Android could have a drone, etc. Please ga- grace us with your listeners with your new knowledge of U.S. presidencies. U.S. My knowledge of U.S. presidencies like has been slowly disintegrating over the last four years since I kind of got out of politics and all that kind of junk. Uh, so, I mean, I could easily go with you know the first and you know George Washington. Um, and you can go with uh, what was what was the one I was was thinking about earlier. We mentioned Bill Clinton, Thomas Jefferson. Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't know what I would put with them though. I mean, <laughs> good small companies. Wait, like, wait, really wait, 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 about- wait! I've got a good one. Uh, we got uh, John F. Kennedy with a Marilyn Manson companion piece. So you have two Nindos in in it together. Did I miss a joke in there? Uh, happy birthday, Mr. President. Oh, <laughs> Marilyn Manson. <laughs> No, Marilyn Monroe. Marilyn Monroe. I thought you said Marilyn Manson. No, I gotta listen to that again later. Yeah, I, was, I, I hope I, I didn't say thinking, Marilyn Manson. I was thinking Marilyn Manson. I thought you. I'm pretty sure you said that. So I was thinking. Please, did I tell miss me a I didn't joke? That. <laughs> did I miss a joke here? If I said Marilyn Manson, oh my gosh, that would be pretty bad. I'm no, sure Marilyn, everybody's laughing. Marilyn right now. Monroe is like epic. I would never put her in the same category as Marilyn Manson. I'll, I'll do George W. Bush. And it comes with a, a prop that you can hold up a shoe that's being thrown at him. And we were talking about Bill Clinton with a... Andrew wants to give him a saxophone. saxophone. I want to give saxophone. him a... You said I like w- a cigar. I'm like... I want to give him a cigar. <laughs> and he'll have a desk. A desk? He'll have a desk with him. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> I was just leaving it we're at We're running at, away at from... We're running I'm, away from I, I, I'm leaving it. I was leaving it at, at cigar, but you got to go with the desk. I didn't say why. <laughs> the Oval Office desk. Uh, moving forward, before we start getting some flans from politics, uh, we're going to uh, again. Yes, we'll come back we dark. we try very hard to stay away from politics. Politics should not. We be make an anime. we make all these jokes out of just pure jokes. So don't don't get serious about any of it. Uh, we're we're better at making fun of ourselves than anybody else, and most of our jokes just fall flat if it's not about ourselves. Uh, we have a comment submitted to us through the website again through otakuspear.com. The contact us up button. Uh, got a, a comment from Red John. Red John says, My local library system, this is more of a comment, recently added a streaming service serving our patrons called Hoopla. It may or may not be available to your local area yet. Anyways, I've been giving it a test drive and it's actually pretty cool. They do actually have a small cache of older animes. Uh, so I've been going back and watching a lot of classic shows I, I missed, uh, like Irresponsible Captain Taylor. I've actually been wanting to watch that one because we had the Sean Kleckner from Right Stuff was commenting about uh, Captain Tyler. So eventually I'll watch that one. Uh, anyways, Dirty Pair, and they're now at often uh, Ghost in a Shell, Standalone Complex, 1970 Stars Blazers, uh, yada, yada, yada. They also have some interesting anime feature films. I recently watched one on Hoopla called Panama Inverted, which is awesome. We really enjoyed that one. We reviewed that one a while back. Uh, it says, which is a really strange sci-fi fantasy action romance. It's visually beautiful and the same creator from the talents that produced the series Time of Eve via Kickstarter. I also started a whimsical kids anime movie called The Space Show, which I hoped to finish tonight. 
Anyways, if your local library system doesn't subscribe to Hoopla, suggest it to them. They have a website, Hoopla Digital, which I was like, one of those things where we, I know that the library system often has these kind of caches of, uh, of shows and stuff that you can watch at their, at their locations. Um, it would probably be a simple case of the libraries getting probably some kind of discount through a lot of these services. And I'm, I'm assuming that Hoopla Digital probably went through all these companies and said, we want to provide these to these libraries give us at a discount cost or something like that. So definitely a cool, definitely a cool concept. Of, and again, yeah, if, if you're like him, definitely check out your local library, see if that's a way that you can get anime. Cause a lot of those actually do sound like really good shows. So I just want to throw that in here. So everybody can be informed. Uh, moving on. We have homebound 11 says, according to you two, what series do you think has the largest universe that one that isn't one in the epic universes you discussed in your podcast from February 9th. I believe Madoka Magica, since the universe spans multiple timelines and also and all the way through history, but in my own opinion, uh, but that's in my own opinion. Thanks for the response and keep up the awesome work. Thank you. Yeah, I don't remember which ones we mentioned in February 9th podcast. I'm assuming that's the one we talked about Bleach already, so because Bleach is like humongous. Uh, but outside of that, I mean, Tenshi Moyo is pretty big in scale with, with Earth and, and the dry, but... Yeah. Madoka Magica does have a little bit of potential of it, but I think that they encapsulated everything in that one show. So it's kind of hard for it to be at the level of an epic. I mean, yeah, it has the potential, like, there. Oh, we're just talking about epic universes. No, 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 I mean, no, like, no, 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 talking about no, he, physical I, size or just, okay, I, I get you. I'm, I'm totally taking this question I think, wrong. I'm, okay. One that you can expand getting, on in epic proportions. Huh? One that you can expand on in epic proportions. Yeah, to, to get it up to an be. epic, like, like a Dragon Ball Z or a, right. uh, and, and like I said, yeah, I can agree to a point with Madoka Magica. I think that there is the potential there that, but I don't see a lot of it, uh, tapped into, but if they go into each girl and tell each gr- different girl's stories, like I have well, seen, yeah, but towards the very end, they kind of showed a almost like a a flashback, and you kind of seen a bunch of potential candidates. Yeah, uh, so that's all I'm going to say is potential yeah. candidates. <laughs> yeah, I, I got you. Yes, it is very. I, I think that there is a lot of potential there. What what how long that could go? And I do know that they have. I, I've gone to brick and mortar and I've seen alternate stories. Uh, what is this brick and mortar you speak of? Um, is that like out on the streets out there? <laughs> keep going on the street. So I do know that there is other ones out there. I just, I as much as I want to read them, I I just can't pay that much for their books. So <laughs> I'm hoping that they'll pop up on the digital. Off the top of my head, I mean, I would really love to see Lord's Mark, Marksman and Venatus. I want to mm-hmm. see that f- just filled out. Uh, no game, no life filled out. Just the book, the the stories that are already out there. They don't necessarily have to get to the level of epic, but I think that it has the potential to become an epic. I would only probably give uh, Fate Stay, which I know a lot of people listening to this are like, no, no more Fate Stays, but... Just bear with me. I mean, we've only really had... They, they've kind of been doing it with a lot of... Like you like with the one that you were recommending. I mean, it's it's one of those cases where there are a lot of different side stories. They're often in like PSP games or or, or mangas or light novels. Uh, but I'd definitely like to see more anime with, with them just continuing on. I mean, 
uh, we've we've speculated. We're going to speculate more when we finally do our our podcast on on Fate Stay franchise. Um, whenever we finally get around to that big, huge scale one, which will probably be after the spring season because that's when the rest of Unlimited Blade Works is going to air. Um, but they they definitely can just continue on going forward into the next Holy Grail world and the next Holy Grail war, and that could be an epic in itself. You have each of these Holy Grail wars will end with somebody being the victor, and then they're handing off the reins to somebody else and doing some interesting way of trans of 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 handing on handing off the baton. It'd be really interesting to see how they hand off the baton to the next group and how the next group takes it from there. So I mean, it, there's there's we we've mentioned it before, but Fate Stay can be one of those ones where you can just easily look at it as oh it's just a an arena combat thing. I mean, you everybody has their own servant. They fight each other, so who wins? But it's when you look into the families, how they're connected to each other, and each of these lineages that all come together for these battles is where it starts to get interesting. And that's where they can really kind of delve into those and kind of ca- take it very, very much further. So that's my that's my gushing over fate. You got anything else are you, are you thinking? I was thinking. Uh, I don't... I don't... There's... There's plenty of shows out there that have been touched, but I, it's rare to actually see something that could truly be a epic. In but the problem is, I mean, they, recently they usually don't, there was, they don't usually reveal there was, enough that would make it available. I mean, uh, Noragami definitely has some potential there. But Noragami, I was I was thinking Strike the Blood, uh, Tokyo Ravens. Those are the usually they they tend to fall into the category of shonen. Is really mm-hmm. where you're going to see those. Because that's usually the ones where they kind of... Uh, I was going to mention a second ago. It, it's one of those cases where we might not see the potential of an epic out of there. But that's usually because they purposely don't try to go, here's all these people out here, but we're not going to touch them. It's usually when you ha- you, you think of a show where that you re- you realize that there's some people out here they could have explored, but they don't. Those are the ones that would have potential for an epic. They usually don't try not to do that. <laughs> yeah. I mean, especially when they know that that's all they're going to really do. So. Yeah, I mean, I, I could definitely see something in Origami, and I would love to see more with Noragami. So, I would probably give that one possibly Fate Stay. I'm in between those two. Yeah. Um, moving forward, we have uh, just a guy chimes in and says, "What recommendations for anime do you have? Any genre? Thanks for the love of the podcast. Thanks for listening to us. Uh, <laughs> I mean, uh, I'm just gonna. I'm, what I'm gonna do is I'm just gonna say, uh, stay tuned." Here in the future, we're already starting to kind of process doing another top anime or suggestions type anime podcast, which we're going to kind of run through a whole bunch of anime that we think are must-watches. Uh, if you really need something to watch right now, you can go on on otakuspirit.com, and it's always on the right side. One of those little uh, top articles buttons on the right side of the page is going to be to our uh, must-watch 50 and top anime 50 most top 50 must watch anime and you can check out that list there um but yeah i don't i don't want to get too into it right now because we're planning on doing a a podcast in the future which will feature a big huge rundown of all of our shows that we think are the best anime that you should watch so just just stay tuned to that you want to give a teaser just throw one out there that you think is you must watch this chobits chobits death note yeah, those are the one. those are usually the first two. Those that, are easy ones. Yeah, because I, I mean I thought about Death Note, but I figured you'd probably say that, so I went ahead with you. <laughs> <laughs> you just know me too well. 
And well, you and, and you know me too well, so I mean, you would have known that I would have given Chobits. I forgive so. you. Think of Neo Evangelion. That's that's another big one. Evangelion. So. Then, well, but that's more of a a a, a required. You, you have to watch that at some point. I mean, do you want the first ones that we're going to suggest off the top of our head? I'm going to say Chobits. He's going to say that. So moving forward, it's time to talk about love. Let's talk about oh, love. Talk about some love. <laughs> For all of you ladies out there, stay tuned, because we're going to talk about love. For all those otaku out there, spend those nights alone with your dakimori. And your waifu. Your waifus. And them <laughs> figures that are just giving off that love look to you, and you're thinking, my waifu, if only I could hold you. <laughs> and then you hug your pillow, and then yeah, then you realize you have to go to work. Then you got to go to work, <laughs> <laughs> and your wife says you get the hell up because you have to go to work. Anyways, uh, yeah, I guess the funny aspect of the, I mean, it's of course Valentine's Day was yesterday as of recording this, so I figured, hey, why not? It's it's a, almost a comical thing to bring up because. I mean, as much as we like romance in our anime, it's kind of one of those things that's never really ever done very well. Yeah, it's never done right. I mean, if you can tell me, hey, is there one thing in anime that you can fix? I mean, I can I can list off a lot of things, but when it all comes down to it, there is one main crucial thing that is always broken in anime, and there's a very legitimate reason why it's broken, and that's that romance just does not exist in anime, and that's like we've mentioned before, it usually doesn't exist because we've been talking about it a lot in this episode. Waifus. I mean, nobody wants to see this main protagonist choose their waifu and be lovey-lovey with them. I mean, it kills, you know, the idea of selling stuff of this franchise because they're kind of taken kind of thing. But yeah, I I kind of have to pose this to Chris more than myself because as I'm looking through, as I'm scrolling through my database of information, I really can't think of many shows that have really good love aspects to them. I mean, my earliest memories of love in anime is generally like uh, Battle Angel, where you have the main girl, she meets this boy, and they have you know aspirations to go into this upper, higher tier of, of, of lifestyle that they want to go and, and spend their time together. But again, not really much touched in, in the short amount of time they have. Armentage 3 has a really good little relationship in that one with uh, the main girl and, and her character, but that's just completely foresh- uh, outshadowed by the action and drama that's going on in the, in the field. Tenshi Moyu was another one that was my earlier ones, and that was a stupid heroine with a ditherer, so not much romance going on. Uh, uh, Love Hina, another case, I mean, they kind of made a decision in that one, which was kind of cute, but again, not really touched too much on... Uh, they were 11. I've, I've mentioned that one before. I wouldn't even call that romance, but that did have a significant change in the characters based off that romance. So that's my earliest experience with love and anime, and it's not very a good one. I mean, I there's a lot of other ones that I can probably find on my anime list of uh, some of the older romance-type shows, but they're so forgettable, it's not even funny. Poor Andrew. His... His, his, I don't find much good love his, in anime. His 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 list of of romance anime are all action, <laughs> <laughs> and they're all to serve a purpose of pushing the protagonist to do something. 
Uh, but see, you're more, you're most of yours are just kind of recent ones that are, I guess, more for the female audience. I would say shojos, yeah. And most, that's, I guess it's the problem is that I guess the boys don't care about love, whereas the females, I guess, would well, find it. Well, boys look at love in a different way than girls. Do. <laughs> <I guess so. laughs> the, the boys want harems. Ah, and that's all right. A lot of shojos have pushy jerk guys who you know. <laughs> Ah, uh, my list. Uh, okay. Um, off the top of my head, the first ones that I automatically pick up is Kamisama Kiss. That one is a very good one and very cute and sweet. And it goes in and it's there on the second season right now. I've only seen one episode of it, so forgive me. I got to catch up on that one. I know I do. I would also point out Kimi no Todake. That was an absolutely beautiful and wonderful show, and it was so good with the romance. And the romance actually helped shape these two characters into who they really truly were, and I I think that it was a really, really beautifully told story. Very, very romantic. I would also... That that one's like way top of my charts. I mean, I I would always point to, to Kimi no Tadake. I would also mention uh, Say I Love You. That one is very cute, very sweet, very low-key. Very, very low-key. There was a little bit of a love triangle in there, but it is it really, really does capture the the romantic element of not being able to communicate to each other the way that you should when and and expressing what you really should to another person. Whereas Kimi no Todake is really more about listening to somebody and understanding what it is that is truly the heart behind what it is that they're trying to say. Whereas Say I Love You is really more about communicating and making sure that everything that you need to say is um, relayed to the person that you want it to be relayed to. And it's more about having the confidence to express what it is you want to express. Whereas Kimi Todake is more about taking the time to listen and and if you don't understand you wait until you do understand and it's both of them examine that part of you in in your in your inner self and it helps you to realize that those are important things that you need to take into consideration even for yourself so those are great romances each in their own way and they each have something very very important and special to say um, and Future Diaries is a really more about utilizing love to survive a bloody war. <laughs> if you want to go with that, go and not it. making love angry because it love will probably chain you, you up in a room and drug you and <laughs> yeah, and, and strip naked and and kill everybody that comes in the door. I would have to say uh, Chinibio was a pretty good one too. Yeah, that's. I mean, like I was mentioning before. Uh, you asked me about love anime, and I can only recall things that have love as a v- really only a tool to push the protagonist in the end. And Love Chinobio and All the Delusions is one of those rare cases where it kind of seems like it is really a, a it's a it's good point of the show for a good bit of the show. Uh, Torador is another good example, even Torador though is definitely comedy an and everything is takes a lot of the front. There is a really good love story underneath all that. 
It's an excellent. A lot one. of the the key shows. I mean, I don't want to see and run through all of them, but like Clannad and and Kenon were definitely some really good ones. It had a lot of romance in there. Air TV is another good one uh, that has a lot of uh, romance being a part of it, but not so much. Not dealing not with so much Little Busters. And they tried to do something. They in that tried, season, but it was very <laughs> awkward. Uh, I'm hoping to get more, some more romance type ones. I know I have like Hatsukui, Hatsukui Limited that I'm going to be watching here soon, but it's definitely I, one of the areas I, I'm kind of. I would almost on. suggest Skip Beat. It's not as strong of a romance, but it is there. There is romance elements. Um, I would also toss out there. Um, Pamela Inverted was had some really sweet moments in there with romance, uh, but it's a movie, so it didn't really have too much time to work with. Uh, Shuffle kind of surprised me towards the end with some kind of romance in there. Uh, if you like Sundere painful romance, you have Shakugana no Shana, uh, Familiar of Zero and Toward, and I already mentioned Torador, in which you have a very violent. I've heard very good girl. things about um, Honey and Clover. I loved Golden Time. I thought that was really well done. There was parts of it I wish it wasn't there, but it was it was pretty good for what it was trying to do. Amagami SS, I think I kind of enjoyed for its love aspects in it. I don't remember too much about it. Beck had some really good moments in there, kind of sprinkled within there. Uh, Escaflone was kind of a fantasy romance thing, but I don't remember it too much to give a full recommendation on it just because it is one of the more older uh, fantasy type mecha slash action type shows. Oh, I was going to say Silver Spoon. Now that one is a little bit slower on the romance scale and it still has not technically fulfilled itself, but it does, it does have those, those very, very moving. It's, it's in, in its own way. It just has its own, own style about it and it's not <sighs> it's not in your face it's just there it's I, just a why does when you mention silver spoon does that stupid show come in my mind with the the farming and the comedy and the very very inappropriate teacher oh no ren <laughs> That is not a romance. Why did that pop in my that head? That is not a romance. No, it's when he said Silver Spoon, I think farm, and I think of that stupid thing that I try to block out of my head for a long time. I was actually going to mention uh, Cat Planet Cuties. I've been watching that recently, and that's got a teacher that kind of almost not in any way matches <laughs> the, the teacher from No Ren, but... You had me scared for a second. <laughs> I haven't gotten that far in the show. <laughs> well, it's one of those things where it's like they go to the classroom and she's it, she's talking to the students and the students say, uh, "Sensei, why are you not wearing any clothes?" And she's just sitting up there with her bra and panties and she's just up there. I just wanted to kind of thing. And it's like, oh, please don't do another no Ren. <laughs> I totally derailed this whole conversation, <laughs> all because you brought up Silver Spoon, which brought you're, up you're, no you're, Ren. You're 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 ruining our. I love. don't think I'll ever watch Silver you're, Spoon you're because every time I think of Silver Spoon, I think of No Ren. <laughs> you're ruining our love, uh, our love talk, Andrew. Oh, I'm pretty sure a lot of people that are like, I'd rather talk about the lady in the underwear about love. Uh, I don't want to talk about her. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm more. Oh, come like, on, Andrew. Just, There's got to be audible. more that we have. I know that we have more. Uh, what was that? Uh, the mechanic, the my 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 girlfriend's a weapon one. 
Why can I ever think of the name of that show whenever I'm a movie or whatever that I never my, want to? My my girlfriend's a, a secret weapon. Yeah. Oh, mystery mysterious girlfriend X. I liked it. A lot of people don't like it, so I mean, we have a request to review it. So Andrew's <laughs> gonna have to eventually watch it. Not looking forward to it. <laughs> Poor Andrew. You're gonna have to finish it now. Yeah, I, I think the big. I mean, right now, Sicano definitely could turn out to be uh, a really good romance one that's out this season. So I'm hoping that one pans out well. There was a little bit of romance in El Noah Zero in the first season, but that didn't go very far. <laughs> Now it's just some twisted mess of a romance going on right now, so take that for what you will. Yeah, I I mean, oh, Arimo, there you go. (laughs) (laughs) Best romance ever in the second season for about three episodes. episodes. And some people might like the very final episodes of a certain... OVA. Other people will throw their their Apparently some people will stab their monitors over how that romance Mm -hmm. pans out. I think I'm. I think I'm done. I. I. It's like I said before. I think the biggest problem we have with romance in, in anime is really just the, just the inability for the creators to commit to a certain type of romance, just because it ruins the appeal of the characters for some people in selling merchandise. I think the really only case where it kind of seems to work is with more female audience stuff. Um, Stuff that's aimed for a female audience well, in, in well, JoJo. isn't that special? Anime List has One Piece Romance Dawn Story as one of the top all-time best anime, anime and romance. Is that is that what we're going to look at right now? <laughs> it is the one, two, three, the fourth one. I don't either. That's why I was just using it as an example or a way to. Of course, most of them are probably it. manga. That's the other problem. I mean, but uh, One Piece was it? One Piece a has silent, a romantic story in it. <laughs> a silent voice, I think, is what it was called the one that I re- recently read here recently. Um, I mean, that had a wasn't a hundred percent romance, but it was definitely a tale of uh, redemption and 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 romance spurring from that. So, I mean, I can give that one credit. Okay, these guys are just idiots because Valkyrie Romance is not a good romance anime. Valkyrie <laughs> Romance is one of the best of all time. I mean, come on. I think this 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 this, this website is so screwed up. It's not funny. <laughs> what my anime list? Yes. Oh, there's a lot of things about my anime list that's broken. I think I I think I pretty much named all the ones. That, I mean, Eureka Seven had a little bit of cuteness in there with the romance, but again, that's another one that's kind of outshined by the rest of the content with it. it the moral of the story is don't come to the anime for romance <laughs> what you really need honestly is you need a adult orientated one that's not hentai and that's a lot of the problem <laughs> yeah because the hentai is really no no element to it whatsoever it has anything to do with romance it's just Go oh, excuse to go bang. Let's go bang the girl. And that and that's really the main issue. I mean, it's it's very difficult to find those that balance between the two. Um, what you're looking for is Jose, I think is what they're called. It, and that's just adult women. That that's really where you're gonna find I think most of your good shows. Oh, that's just like the show uh shows and shows. Yeah. 
because I guess for some reason they're okay. I, I guess it's because they don't really think that the women are going to care to buy the figures anyways. So they're like, let's just get them all together. And the girls will like the romance in it. Whereas the guy is like, oh, we don't need to make a decision because the guy's not going to want to buy our, our figures of, of, of the girl that's been taken. I mean, I liked, I liked the, the romance that was in Hanasaki Aroha. I mean, it wasn't until like the very later bits of the show that the character started recognizing that there was a romance there and there was some love triangle-ish type stuff happening, but it was still kind of cute in what, how it kind of wrapped up. Looks like uh, Yona of the Dawn is up there, which I think that's a pretty good romance, but it's just mm. turned into... It 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 left it the romance thing. Eventually. It left the romance thing back a long time ago. Hopefully, it hasn't been. Hopefully, it'll eventually touch it. Yeah, it kind of kind of stepped away from that a long time ago. And I was thinking about this one too. And this Science is Sunscape had some cute romance towards the end of it. I was, again, most most of my things aren't aren't circled around romance. They're always just it happens. Cheeky Angel was pretty cute in the romance in that one, but that was more of a comedy than anything. But I liked it. Would you say Cheeky Angel was was uh, was a uh, a shojo or a? Mm, I think so. I mean, I the style it of was, it and everything was yeah shojo, but that also was technically gender bender. So take that for what it is. <laughs> yeah. So it's like, what uh, did anything really come out of that? I don't know. <laughs> it, was, it was too wishy washy the entire time. Apparently, people like Amagi Brilliant Park. So. Amnesia is not. <laughs> oh my gosh! Seriously, it looks pretty. <laughs> oh my gosh! I mean, six point five. I guess that is kind of low. <laughs> Everything is in the six to seven on on my on the list. <laughs> Al Haru right is is marked lower than Amnesia. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I think I just broke. Uh, it's got a 7.98. Why is it lower than Amnesia? Yeah, all it takes is a fandom to get behind it to pump it up. Okay, I think I know what's going This is dumb. I hate this system. I mean, I should automatically be sorted by score. Clan Ad is after story is top. Thank you. That makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> that makes perfect sense. Roroni Kinchin. Yeah, that was kind of a good good romance. Very dark, but <laughs> it was good romance. Apparently Nana has ra- romance in it. I did not know that. It's, I so need to watch that and get it over with. Girl Who Leapt Through Time? Oh, that reminds me. Um, Girl Who Leapt Through Time was was good. Um, What was that other one that he did? Garden. Oh, I was thinking the other... You're thinking the other guy, Garden of Words. Yes. What was the other show? Garden of Words was pretty good, um, but he had another show that six centimeters per second. Oh, five centimeters per second. Five yeah. centimeters per second. Yeah, that was more of a tragedy than anything. But, well, both of them are. Both of them are very, very. They're romance, but they're very, very bittersweet. I like the love and Kokoro connect. Fruits Basket had a little bit in there too. I was thinking about Fruits Basket earlier, yeah, but the, the problem with that that the it goes fa- falls into the the same uh, the Reverse same issue harem. of the the harem problem. Uh, Spice and Wolf. I've heard it's supposed to have good romance in it. Some people say that it's it's too bogged down and never touched, but I will know eventually when I finally watch the two season set that I have on my shelf. 
You got two different sides of the coins on on uh, Sakura Shell. Pet girl, Sakura Shell. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Another harem problem. That was a triangle. That's right. We came to that conclusion because there's only really two characters. Well, <laughs> that's even the problem. Is is like I don't even think the one girl was even pursuing him. She's just brainless. So. <laughs> Is she really pursuing him, or is she just... Okay. Oh, you changed my diapers. Please come back. <laughs> House Moving Castle was really good. <laughs> she wasn't She wasn't smart enough to acknowledge love. She was changing my clothes for me. She was useless. And that was the only draw that he had to her, is that she was useless. <laughs> Ah, uh, okay. So, um, <laughs> NHK, I, I've only seen maybe two episodes uh, of that. I couldn't get to that one. Huh? I couldn't get to that one, but yeah, I, I know that there's supposed to be something there. But you couldn't get through it? I got through maybe like four or five episodes before I got tired of it. I thought you said that you I, I should watch it. NHK? Yeah, welcome to the NHK. I don't... I think I might have made a joke because you were liking something and I thought that it had a similar aspect to it. Oh, I thought that I you wanted think... me to watch it. No. I think it was probably a joke. It's, it it's be, rated be a joke. stupid high. Yeah, it was a huge fandom behind it. And it's really because it's a, it's a, it has a lot of commentary, commentary on otaku life kind of thing, which always stirs up a bunch of talk. Now, I, I, I can give you Number this. Number 20 on this list is Sakura Trick, because... We all know girls kissing to make guys excited is definitely uh, a good show. Okay, so um, it's really, really long, and I some people love the romance in it, and some people think it's kind of cheesy, but Inuyasha. Yeah, I liked it. I like the I like the chemistry that they had. All right, we're we're at the point where we're just. Hunting for we're we're, we're pegging we're for, for stuff. We're we're trying to scrounge for stuff. Um, but yeah, that I guess that just kind of shows exactly to my point of the difficulty of finding good shows. But if hopefully, yeah. F Tell of Memories. I, I still gotta watch that one, but I heard it's good too. Well, I thought you watched one of them and thought it was no. oh, okay, different I, show. I haven't watched it yet. I don't. I don't think any of the romance ones on my shelf right now. I've actually Tomica Love Story. I want to watch that so bad. Because oh, yeah, I love Tomica Market. I'm hoping Unlimited Blade Works will turn out to have some kind of romance in there, because they really were doing pretty good before the cores end. Yeah, they're definitely I was actually liking on... how well they were developing Ren and, and uh, Chiro. I was definitely impressed with how just how, how human they're making her, which is really Something that wasn't of... in the movie at all. <laughs> yeah. Or the original Fate uh, uh, route of it. Never really touched too much on her. I don't think they really did too well on the original Fate arc either with with uh, Saber. Anyways, so seem to be doing a lot better with with a town where you live. Yeah, you've mentioned that one before. Is that the one you're trying to think of? Mm-hmm. I okay. loved it. I thought it, they did really well with that. Hopefully, within this big old list of shows, we're trying to hopefully get you some idea of some good shows to watch if you're looking for some romance. Um, I but in the end, I only think there's probably about five of them in that entire list that I think are even worth watching if you're strictly looking for romance. And that's the ones that Chris pretty much mentioned at the beginning. Um, it's a difficult thing to find, but hopefully in the future we'll get better 
romance. It, it seems like they're trying more and more to bring out shoujo type uh, anime. I don't know if you agree. I mean, like, yeah, it, it, towards it the end of like last shoujo. year, it seemed like there was a lot of them coming out, like yeah. Wolf Girl and Black Prince and and all those ones coming it out. It definitely feels like shoujo's starting to take take front stage lately. So hopefully next next Valentine's Day we'll have a better list for y'all. Um, but I didn't really plan well, too much on this. I just want to kind of throw it out there to talk. Well, one about. of the one of the main hard things about that, I mean, you 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 have a certain level of expectation, especially when it comes to show, shojos, is they have to be if because they want to be serious, and there's a certain level of expectation of you have to move me, you have to definitely spark something in me so that I can truly grasp that these two need to be together and it's really a hard thing to do especially when you get into those romances and you and you start when you start actually listing them out the i mean i automatically go to kimina todake uh, say i love you um uh toradora the, these are these are shows that actually shows. sold these this couple to me huh i was saying keys key shows key shows yes well, again, like I said, we didn't we didn't plan too much on there. It was just kind of a hey, let's throw this at the end of the the discussional podcast. So I hope people didn't think that we just kind of totally butchered this whole thing. It's just was it an extra topic we wanted to throw in here. Um, but yeah, we hope you got some ideas and we hope you enjoy that. Uh, but again, we're from otakuspirit.com. If you want to go there, uh, go to the forums. We have a great community there. People to talk about anime. Um, again, if you have not already, you can subscribe to us on iTunes. Leave us a re- review there. It helps people, you know, find us. It kind of bumps us up on the whole rating system. Whatever obscure rating system they possibly might have in that whole system because it's broken to hell. Because I just noticed the other day that a... was it? Kind of Funny podcast or something like Not even anime related. If you search for anime, they're above us. Why would they really? be above us? Yes, there's uh, iTunes is so stupid broken. It's not even funny when I'm seeing video game podcasts above an anime podcast when you search for anime. So it's it has to be, have to do with with hits. So definitely let people know us about us. It helps us grow, and we appreciate all the support that we get from all of you. And again, yeah, they just started like last month. Yeah. <laughs> we hope you all enjoyed, and you all take care. Oh.